0: Back in, I want to say, maybe spring of 2010, I was staying at my ex-boyfriend's apartment in Hawaii, and uh, I was sleeping on the couch, and maybe three or four times in a row, like during a particular week, I I kept waking up, and I I noticed that um i would wake up at like 10:01 and i didn't um i didn't understand that i was like this is weird but whatever and then i remember i got really my sinuses were bothering me for some reason like the weather was changing my sinuses were really bothering me and so um i took like um i think i popped like some sudafeds the uh The liquid gel kind or whatever, and I laid on the couch and I I went to sleep. Well, (laughs) as the trend had been, I woke up again at 1001. But this time, um this time when I woke up, it was uh it was different. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever experienced this thing. I think they call it sleep paralysis, where like you wake up. But you can't move your body. And for me in particular, it felt like something was either sitting on my chest or like holding me down. And, um, but my eyes were open. And uh, I was on the couch, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't move. And there were these two little kids that were like a little boy. And a little girl, um, completely faceless, so I couldn't tell you uh, what they look like. What I can say is years later when I had the vision in my head for what I wanted we, the scar, to look like, I'm pretty sure I had the illustrator make those little kids so by all means, like go to my We the Scar page or uh, look up like what my logo for We the Scar looks like, and that's gonna be these kids. But I'm digressing and wandering from what I was supposed to be talking about. So um, <clears throat> I uh, they were these two little kids, completely faceless to me, and they were running through the blinds in. My ex-boyfriend's living room. They were because it was those kind of blinds, like those long hanging plastic kind of blinds, where you have to turn the big pole to make them close and open. It was one of those kind of doors. It was one of those kind of setups, and they were just running through the blinds, running through the blinds. And when they noticed that I saw them, they stopped, and they came over to me on the couch, and. Um, they told me a lot of things that I don't particularly remember. But one thing that they told me that I do recall is that um, I was going to die at the age of 36. And I was going to do it myself. And I was going to hang myself from a staircase. I found that to be incredibly detailed and fucking frightening. And, um, I woke up. Um, I never, I never had that dream again. I never saw those kids again, which is why I think they kind of just manifested in my logo later. Um, Uh, what I did take from it is um that maybe I should talk to my guardian angels a bit more. So, um, after that happened, at ten o'clock, every night, I would record like a video or an audio, some sort of message. And it was kind of just me, wherever I'm at, taking a break from the world for seven minutes. I don't know why I picked seven minutes. It just became like something that felt right. And I uh, sit and talk to my guardian angels, who I consider those little kids to be, about like, my day or, like, pretty much, like, my fears, uh, my worries, my hopes. The things that I would be talking about to the people closest to me, but seeing how I'm always all over the place and the people who are the closest to me are not always around, I know that at least at the end of the day... I always have these two that I can talk to wherever they are in the universe. So this particular project is um, me sharing with you guys my conversations with them. This is 1001. I have never Found sense in painting stories that do not include my truth. Someone once told me that I was going to scare some people away from me, but I always figured that if they were meant to be in my life, then this would be how I would know for sure. Fact checking, if you will. I like my facts just as much as I like my honesty, and um, as always, I'm not ashamed to talk about all of it. And uh, I talk about the things that bother me just as much as the choices that they made that may bother them. I just, you know, I don't hide anything. I always thought I was doing that for the greater good. Now I'm not sure anymore. Tell Kevin I fell in love with him the first time I saw him, but that's something I would never say out loud to his face. I would just feel everything, my skin is unfolding, clinging to our faint connection, chasing pavement. My brain is melting, sneaking lean into my cup in the passenger seat, pretending the way you mistreat me isn't hurting me, choke it down. I'm seeing sounds, bathroom and my house, on the floor I rock and cry. I cannot stop this pain in my side, balled up in the fetal position, it's dying without you. I feel like I'm decaying without you. I let myself fall too hard, too quick, and part of me still loves him. I wish I could let it go. I am repeating something that happened to me five years ago, and I thought that we were done. I never expected you to show back up under the moon, the stars, and the sun, sun, sun. I was hoping when I found out that I was pregnant that we were gonna have a son. I had his name picked out. I knew the things that I wanted to teach him about being a man in this world. I had his whole system stuck in my brain and I was gonna teach him exactly how he should interact and treat girls. I was gonna teach him how to be a man and how to really have respect for young women even though I felt like his father was still a boy. And he didn't prove me wrong. Not then, and not today. And it was weird to find myself going back through not only the emotional, but the physical pain five years later when you popped back up in my life out of nowhere. Cause you said you thought about me. And I found that to be funny because you hadn't spoken to me at this point in like over three and a half years. How can you think about someone that you don't even see? We had no kind of contact with each other anymore. I don't know what made the universe have you think about me.
1: Tell Kevin that I loved him from the first time that
0: I saw him. And that I would sit in the corner as a girl when I was younger, and watch him take so many pieces of my heart and break them apart in front of me. And now as a woman, I found myself back in the same placement of him breaking it all in front of me. It was the most important day of my life, and I was too busy. Caught up in this. Why can't the part of me that loves you die the same way our child did? Reach out for me. Who do you talk to when you have so many things to deal with? There's no one there for you, because your reality was to be the strongest. Please tell me who you talk to. They can call you in the middle of the night. They can message you if they aren't close, and it's assumed, it's recognized. You're gonna talk them off the ledge. Please tell me who you talk your woes to. And if you find one, tell me that you don't feel guilty. I know you do. How can we fix this? More importantly, how do we fix you? Give me the list. How do you fix someone who isn't even broken enough Someone who has dealt with other shit for so long that they feel like the token spokesperson take me to the wall. You need someone to be your hero and I need someone to love me. We're trading for all the wrong reasons. Tell me who you talk to when there are still stars falling out of the sky because some people don't even believe they exist. So many rainbows but no one can tell me why. And if, if I were a cutter, I'd, be, I'd bleeding be bleeding right now. And if I were still in an addict, I'd be swaying right now. And if I were a brazen alcoholic, I'd be passed out. But this wine sure is tasty. And if I were a pretender, I'd be shoving a pizza down my throat. I'm skipping ahead. I'm giving you things to pick from. But by all means, I'll wait for the vote. And then tell you that you're wrong because I don't like to be judged. Once again, restrain. Tell me who you talk to. I know they tell you to not trust the universe. I know they yell out at you for not praying. So tell me where you go, I'll wait. You've been waiting your whole life for Mickey to come back. For someone to not make you feel less. For your mother to see her worth as more. For your father to be stateside. We're all just waiting for things that will never be, but also things that are too much to swallow. He asked you in the back seat if you were the type that swallowed. He's at home fucking this girl who was uglier than you now, then he nuts, he tells you that he wants you and you should know what's up. Don't believe that shit, but part of you still feels not good enough. You know better. Still processing the latter portion. So let's take it back to the beginning. Who do you talk to when this is the shit that keeps you up at night? You're the strong one. You're not supposed to even cry be a toy, be a doll, be a motherfucking robot. Tell me where does a strong kid lean when she needs to cry? Privacy. Is it wrong to want the privacy? All hell the evangelista. She could paint this shit oh so pretty, and they blame it on me being a cancer. I'm pulling all of this into a shell, you're being dramatic, you're the voice of problematic. Institutionalized racism in your face on the daily when you're just trying to do what you're good at. Girl, you're just being problematic. Hollow bodies that pretend to be friends, fables as much. We should all just begin again, but would it even matter if you're still caught up on my skin? Keep your nose down. That still makes make you, you part of the issue. issue it's easy to push, to push things under the rug when they are not affecting you. Bring forth your jumper jump cables. Sitting here, baiting me, trying to get me riled up, piss lining the windows of my cabin in plastic cups that didn't show up till I told my, you my feelings were wound up into our interactions. Who gets up under your skin for 17 hours, facades and fallacies? Lies when you're trying to make me look crazy to put your brain at bay for all the time someone else fucked you over in life, not me. I see, and it's all whack. If you're loud enough, it'll become a design. If you're insecure enough, you'll attack the insides again. You don't even know me, but had so much to say when we were sitting in front of authority, taking shots like you're writing pages about how you don't want to fuck with me. Butter up, buttercup. Baiting me again, I know what's up, trust no one. One breath, you're unleashing your childhood. The next breath, you're saying how parts of you have never felt good enough. Non-directional. Cooking is the only thing keeping you stable. One breath you are recalling felt relationships, talking about there's no one here you're attracted to but me. Next breath, quick to drag me through the mud, calling me a professional drunk whose job you've been doing because everyone hates me because I'm so negative all the time. Yeah, you pegged it. You got me. It's funny that the boys club has been under the influence the entire time they've been professionally under me. But I digress because I'm just being problematic again. They going to come for your head, baby girl. Because that privilege is stronger than the ones who had it forced out of their soul by their own, but still get to carry it. Plastered against brown bodies, covered in tattered feathers and foil, I had a dream about you the other night. Woke up like the night terrors of before, and when there is silence, I can hear the little girl inside weeping. She sleeps when I overthink because we both cannot figure out a true place for me. There's knots in my back from everything my heart has tried to break out, and it's not that I've ever feigned anything. I just haven't found myself stable romantically, but I keep falling for the imagery. I wonder if there is another heart on this planet that is waiting for me. I hope I can still be around to actually see. I found myself giving up, throwing up my hands, finding it difficult to still believe in love, man. But I believe in all the loss that I breathe. I just hope one day I'll come across another soul that is waiting for me, trying so hard to not shut out. But to be honest, my tethering is starting to burn out. I fear I have created an unsafe space. I have given rope to the bears who want to create nooses. I have given flames to the creatures that desire an effigy. Dance, wicked one. We are damned to stay amongst the trees. Whose bark has been burnt, soul trimmed to the knee bent skirt. We are here and everywhere. We have fallen just to rise, just to fall again. We have removed the love of one to replace with love of self, but still have days of being dead behind the eyes. We are waxy full of light that has been snuffed out of places that were once built for us to build trust within us when none of us knows how to love us. We are the same. Yet we are very much not the same.